0: Greetings, class. I hope everything's well. Uh, you have been doing a good post. I have been reading through them. And uh, I think you have responded really well uh, to all uh, the, the NT Wright's lecture, uh, uh, Colin Gatton's reading, and uh, even the um, the readings from Henry Knight. I think you have done a good job of... of Looking at the most salient issues and and working and navigating through them and uh, in in our uh, in our faith we are Christianity we're Christian Christ is the center of all things um, and Jesus is the uh, the most specific the most clear revelation of who God is. Many of you alluded to that in uh, the passages in John we have seen the glory. Uh, that Jesus reveals the glory of the Father. Whoever sees Jesus has seen God, the Father. And so Jesus is, is the highest expression of God to us. But uh, the way that it is done, He, he is, ex- is so relatable. He came in the form of a human being. I think Lizette Alfaro did a good job in, in giving us the analogy uh, of uh, uh, of the human being and the ant. Um, got to become an ant in order to, to be able to touch the end, And that's the greatest thing about God is his vulnerability, his openness to us, his love for us, that uh, in and of himself, he does not leave us alone, but um, becomes human, takes the form of humanity and is able to relate to us. Uh, there is something so powerful about this self-identification of Christ. And uh, the way that it relates to our own standing before God and the way in our standing before our neighbors. Uh, and it's and it's a very powerful, powerful uh, uh, tenet of the Christian faith. Um, yeah, it, it is what makes us Christians. Uh, also, I uh, just want to um, uh, lift up just some things that. Um, and uh, that Jesus came to impart his risen life not merely just uh, uh, just that he resurrected from the day, but uh, authors such as Frank Machia think that uh, his uh, his resurrection was the culminating act of his victorious life um, and uh, how uh, his uh, resurrection uh, shows his unity with the Father, uh, and also because of his ascension, he's uh, Jesus is able to send the Holy Spirit to us, um, and, and to fulfill the work of the Father here on Earth. And uh, Jesus, uh, and, and we, ch- and we should see. Uh, for, uh, Machia and vices say, okay, we some a lot of people stop at the resurrection. Some people stop at the ascension. But there's more. <laughs> uh, he, there is Pentecost. And Pentecost, for someone like Machia, is the culminating event of Jesus' identity and mission. Because he provides us, he gives us the Holy Spirit. He baptizes with Holy Spirit and fire. Um, Jesus himself... Uh, was bat- was uh, suffered a baptism of fire which was alienation sin and death but in his resurrection and in his ascension and in spirit baptism uh, he baptizes us in return with his sanctifying fire uh, his empowering fire and so uh just to just to see, you know, I, I, I give you the share these things from Maki just to, to reflect uh, on, on Jesus' full identification with humanity. And this has um, uh, sanctifying motifs for us, right? We're Wesleyan holiness. Uh, he sanctifies us. We're not just uh, receive this from him, but we engage and we participate and we work uh, with him. Uh uh, to as we uh, carry as we live out our salvation on uh, on, on earth and um, uh, and then Jesus Christ you know this this whole thing about him being truly human and truly divine uh, is that he communicates uh, God's salvation to us he mediates life and as many of you have pointed out our deepest human identity and so uh, I just want to commend you for your thoughts this week. I think you have done really well. Uh, I want to ask a different, different question in light of something that happened recently. Um, uh, I have a friend who is working at a youth camp. And you know, youth camp, you get a lot of kids asking a lot of questions. Uh, the youth camp was with uh, middle schoolers. And, uh, and the middle schoolers began to ask questions about Jesus' gender and if God is binary and just threw the conversation off, uh, because that is the hot topic right now. Um, as you know, last month, uh, uh, people were celebrating pride, um, uh, not the church. (laughs) Well, but anyways, uh, uh, so they had a lot of questions about this, this, this young middle schooler, um, uh, uh, came up with all these questions and asking about gender identity and all these kind of things. Um, what are your thoughts about this? How does the doctrine of Christ relate to this? Um, how does the doctrine of Christ, uh, uh, how does Jesus being fully human, uh, how does that question relate to um, the, the question that we have about sexual identity? You know, th- Not that we have it, but other people may pose to us. How would you address this middle schooler who thinks God may be may may have gender? Or I ran into a person one time that he uh, that he said uh, this person told me that God is all genders and, and we get some of the genders from God and so it was a very confusing idea. Um, and uh, and how would you address this? How would you talk to uh, use Christology to address this area of sexuality? As Christians, we have we know uh, Pentecostals Christians, we know that God created us male and female, and at the same time, God created us either male or female. So to be male and female is to be created in the image of God, but also to be male or female is to be created in the image of God. So how would you how would you address this uh, this issue? You know, I'm just it's an open-ended question, and I would like to see you dialogue about this. But you are doing well this week. Blessings to you.